0: Hey, I have such a big treat for you today. Today, I'm talking to one of our Inner Circle members. His name is Blue Cobalt, and he is sharing his genius content strategy and how he got all the images he'll need for a whole year for just a few hundred dollars. Super cool. Jump in and have a listen because you could do this too. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, everyone. I am back with one of our Inner Circle members, who is just such a great guy, His name is Blue Cobalt. He has this amazing business, this beautiful website. He makes hand-dyed clothing. You have to go check it out. We'll give you the details at the end of the episode. But Blue, I want to welcome you to the podcast, and I want you to give everybody the short version of what Cobalt is all about.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. I'm excited. Cobalt is a sustainable clothing brand. That is, I'm creating it to inspire people, to inspire people to be themselves, to bring their inner soul out and shine it to the world. I feel like so much of the world, so much of what we're being offered clothing wise and everything wise is all about dumbing down and looking the same, blending in, not standing out. And I don't think that's what people really want. I think people really want to stand out and shine who they really are.
0: Okay, so we just have to laugh for a minute because you're talking to the girl who only wears black ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say,
0: I have a wild appreciation for just the absolute beauty of your work. And Mm -hmm. I love that you know exactly who you're for, that you're for someone who wants to look original and is not trying to blend in. And I think that you you do a great job of showcasing that, really good. And so your website is called cobalt.com dot love right
1: now yeah, that's the web address dot love not dot com dot l-o-v-e
0: super cool so let's talk about uh this post that you made in uh the inner circle group because it just caught my attention right away it was one of the best shares i've ever seen and what i loved about it is just the whole process of how you had this problem you're a good problem solver you figured out how to solve it and then you shared it so generously with our members. And so just to give everyone who's listening a little bit of background, we met Blue through 15-Minute Feedback. He applied, and I think, was it user experience you wanted to know about? Was that what it was? Okay. I think
1: so. I don't really remember. I don't
0: remember. <laughs> now, when Tina and I reviewed Blue's website, one of the comments that we made was uh, that we really felt like his – Product was great, but we needed to see it on models. Needed to see it on models, and what I've noticed with you, Blue, is you are really good at you know speaking up when it's important to you, asking for help. Really good at onboarding the information. So we went through and we talked about your site and how cool your stuff was, but we really felt that you needed some images of models, and you went away, Mm -hmm. and you came back and. Shared this most amazing strategy you have to actually get almost three thousand images of your clothing on models, and how you did it. And so I just loved that you were able to achieve the outcome. And you really, how do I say it? Uh, What's the word? Think about the word I need. It's uh, it's like you cobbled together the solution that was affordable, but. Yeah, perfect. And it's something that you could do so easily anytime and something other people could do. So I would love, I'd love for you to share that process. So what happened is you went away and you said, okay, I really do need some clothes on, on my model, some images. And then can you just share with everybody how you went about that?
1: Sure, sure, totally. Yeah, I so I'm in Texas um, temporarily here, taking care of my mom. I don't know anyone in the middle of the pandemic, didn't have anybody to reach out to for this. So I I just did some brainstorming. and I was like, all right, I need a location and I've got to find people. So I found out about a website called PeerSpace, P-E-E-R-S-P-A-C-E, peerspace.com, which is like Airbnb, but it's for people who are renting out commercial locations for um, photo shoots, video shoots, things like that, events, all kinds of stuff. Um, And I was like, I went through there and did some searching and I found the space that I wanted to do it in. Beautiful studio with gorgeous backdrops. And I just thought it'd be perfect and very reasonable. Only $50 an hour, which I thought was extremely reasonable.
0: And was it in Houston?
1: In Houston. Yes. About an hour away from me. Not bad. So then I was like, okay, for people, I decided I'm I uh, am a member of a bunch of um, queer and LGBTQIA groups on Facebook, and I feel like a lot of my clothing appeals to that audience. I wanted to make sure I'm a a part of that community, and I wanted to make sure that my community was involved in this. So I posted on these groups looking for people who would potentially be interested in being models with no experience. I wanted people with no experience because I wanted them to just be real people, and got several responses back from people. And, um, yeah, and that's how it all came together. I've talked with a few people, got four people that I thought were just absolutely fabulous, and um, scheduled the event, and yeah, it went off great.
0: Okay, so let's just dive into that for a little bit because that could be like a touchy subject. I like I if you hadn't told me that those people weren't models, I would have thought they were models. they they look great. So what did you do, Blue? Did you say, um, can you send me a picture?
1: <laughs> I, I did. I, they messaged, I had them message me and I said, okay, well, I, I was able to look at their Facebook account because they messaged me and I got their Instagram account. And one person didn't have any personal pictures up at all. So he sent me a few pictures and, and I, was, I was pleased with all of them. I thought that they had a look that fit what I was wanting to accomplish, the, you know, the identity that I want to communicate with my brand. Yeah. But if yeah, if there had been, uh, there was one person who did contact me who I didn't feel was appropriate, and I just told him at this point in time that I'm going to keep his name, and if I can work with him in the future, I'll let him know.
0: So you really only had one person that you had to let down gently. Yes. So what was the time frame for this? Like, how long did it take you to gather up those four people from when you posted to? Right. When you said, hey, here's our date and time, can you be there?
1: It took a little while. It took me about three months from the time I first decided to accomplish this to finding the space, to finding the people. And it it, it took a little while for the people. Like I posted and had to repost a couple of times. But then once I had the four people, I was like, okay, this is perfect. I think this is going to work great. So I just sent a message out to them all. Can we accomplish it on such and such date? I gave them a two week uh, heads up. They were all psyched for that date, so we did it, and it just worked out great.
0: Good. I wanted. I'm so glad that you said it took a little while. That it took three months because I think that sometimes when people hear how others achieve things and they don't hear the whole thing, like right. okay, take a while, then the first time they go to do it and it doesn't work, they're like, oh, nothing ever works for me, and I just can't do it. But in our business, for sure, we have to kind of expect to fail our way forward a little bit, that, that we're going to totally. have to try things a couple times,
1: right? Totally. It's it, Everything is going to take way longer than yeah. you to do or that you wish it would.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, I just, I, I mean, there were moments where I was like, is this going to come together? Am I going to find the right people? You know, those questions always come up, but I was like, just hang in there. It will come together. And it did.
0: Oh, it did! Like everybody, keep listening. But when, when you're done listening, you have to head over to Blue's website because the these images will just knock you off your ears. It's yourself.
1: not great. Yeah, let me really to talk a little did. bit about getting the images. So the 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 people were not professional models; yeah. they are just everyday people. So I just and I I've done photography a lot in this lifetime, and I've worked with models a few times but I decided just what to do instead of trying to get them to pose in a particular way. um, Because I noticed that they were getting nervous when I tried to do things like that. I just had them walk. I would have them walk from one corner of the room to the other, or just kind of mill about or stand right in front of me and walk straight toward the camera. And I'd be like, okay, slow it down or I soften it a little bit and just like try to help guide their energies a little bit through the experience And it worked out great. I took 3,000 images, but I've got about 250, 275 that I think are primo images that are just perfect to use. And that's that's another thing you have to understand in situations like this. They're going to take a million images and most of them are not going to be usable. It's all about getting enough of them so that you can pick the ones that are perfect.
0: So I'm just going to dive into that a little bit. I love the fact that you didn't set them up for failure by posing them and making right. them feel all, all like up in their heads. So that was super smart. But the other thing that I I wanted to just ask just because I'm interested is this location that you rented. Like the lighting in your images is so beautiful. Like did did you have to bring in some extra lighting too?
1: Um, I brought lighting, but didn't have to use it. This space, actually, this one room that we used, there were several sets, but we decided to just focus on this one room. They had these amazing white lights in the corners and on the floor and on the ceiling, and it just saturated the room with white light, and the walls were perfectly white, and I felt like it was such a beautiful contrast to the colors of the clothing. yeah. I, I, yeah, I felt like it would work beautifully and it you didn't did Didn't have to
0: crawl for anything. It was set up and ready for you to go. Oh, so good. Okay. And the other thing that I think that you did that was genius is you took these pictures yourself and you used your, what was it? What kind of camera did
1: you use? A Canon 5D Mark three, which is actually an older DSLR camera, but it, you know, it came out great. That was another thing I wanted to say, you know, whatever camera you have, just do it. Even if it's just a camera on your phone You can come up with uh, images that are more amazing than you ever imagined that you could. It's just a matter of doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to say, though, this is just a little funny aside because some of the people who listen will know my good friend, uh, Tracy Harris, who is the, the queen of Instagram, and she's actually doing training in the Inner Circle in August for Reels. And I had, I showed her mine, I'm showing you. So I have a almost four-year-old iPhone. And I said, here, we can use my iPhone to practice reels. And she took one look at it and said, oh, no, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently my old iPhone 10 was not a good enough camera. But I agree with you. You use what you have. But the other genius thing that you did was you set up your phone on a tripod. Yes video so smart tell me about yeah.
1: that yeah I set the I had the phone up on tripod behind me and I was sitting on the floor right in front of it taking the the pictures so the phone just videoed everything I have a whole bunch of footage and I can just go through there and find little clips I already put one of them up on TikTok but I've got like all of this footage that I can use for um, advertising for just TikTok videos, for reels for anything that I
0: want. Your website, like anything, like so, so good. And so you just let that thing run. And then when you have time or when you have a need, you'll go and pull out clips that you can use. Imagine the voiceovers you can do on those, right? Like you could do a voiceover or you could even get someone else to do a voiceover talking like a client, like with a referral, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was super, super genius because you kind of killed two birds with one stone there. And then the other thing that I want everyone to know is how you compensated the models and the way you talked to the or the way you dealt with the models as far as sharing your images with them. Because again, I thought, oh, that's super smart. So can you tell everybody what you did?
1: Sure. Uh, my budget was really, really, really tight. Yeah. So I told all of the potential models up front that uh, my brand is very small my budget's very tight and i would love to work with them Uh, in the beginning i'm going to be paying credit toward purchasing clothing from my store but i'd love to develop a long-term relationship with them and as my brand grows be able to actually pay them money down the road and they all love that they they (laughs) thought it was great and plus i gave them any any of the images that i'm editing out they get any of the video clips i edit out they get So they can use them for their own social media. And that's fun. They're having a lot of fun with that because they like one of the friends, his or one of the models, his friends were shocked that he did this and they wouldn't believe that he had actually done any modeling until he started posting the images to his social media.
0: Oh, that's not bad for you either.
1: Right. Exactly. Ah. I created a Facebook group, a private Facebook group for my models where I post the images as I edit them. And then if I create an ad or create a, a social media post, I post the link to it there so they can go and like it and comment on it. And yeah, it's been, it's been really nice working with them. Smart.
0: And so they would say the same thing. I'm sure that it's been really nice for them to get to work with you. I think so. So um, did you have a contract with them? Like, did what did you do to make sure that you had permission for all that?
1: I have a model permission sheet that I printed off from online. They're, you know, they're pretty boilerplate. Yeah. I just found one that I really liked and got them all to sign that.
0: So good. Really, really good. So let's talk about really what the whole thing costs you at the end of the day. Sure.
1: Okay. So the location, I uh, rented the location for three hours so that we would have what I thought was plenty of time for the first shoot for setup and doing everything. Uh, And it was $50 an hour. So that was $150. I spent $50 on snacks and drinks for the crew. And then $10 in gas to get the location and back.
0: I'll be more now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. Totally. And then $300 in store credit. Because I gave them each $25 an hour in store credit, which they love. They ended up keeping an item the day of the shoot. Every one of them had a piece that they fell in love with.
0: So, so good that was
1: it. it so it was out of pocket it was two hundred and ten dollars out of pocket Crazy. and then three hundred dollars in store credit.
0: Crazy because these images you've got you can like you can go a long way with these images and all that video that you've got and because they're so lifestyle and they're so how do I don't want to say it? it's really they're just so branded because a lot of what you do is a one of a kind they're not gonna get old fast. So, so smart.
1: Even though some of the clothing has already sold that they were wearing, I can still use the images over and over and over because it really communicates the brand, I think, very, very clearly. Uh,
0: And you can just say, uh, you know, a lot of what we make here at Cobalt is, uh, or I make, Mm because we always say I, Uh, a lot of what I make is one of a kind. Click here to see what's new in the shop. Mm -hmm. So good. So so um in your perfect world blue mm-hmm. when you have all the time to do all the things what will you how will you use this content so i know it's on your website i know you're using some of it for social but what will you do um what will you do with some of that video what are you what you know if you had all the time in the world what
1: would you do right well so far i i I ran a lead gen ad with some of the video on Facebook and Instagram, and that did really well. Got a lot of interest from that. I am with all the time in the world I plan on, I want to be posting on a regular basis some of this video on TikTok. I actually want to get into a regular schedule with TikTok and on Facebook and Instagram reels uh, where I'm posting a lot of this video content cut up. Uh, the images, I want to be posting new images every week on social media. I'm creating a lookbook uh, area to my website where I'm adding those images in, which I, I think is really lovely. I, I think it's really important for people to be able to see these images of of the clothing on people.
0: Yeah, I do too. That's how I met you.
1: <laughs> yeah it's I don't i it's funny because I didn't think that way because I can look at the clothing and be like, "Oh, that would look great on me. Or, yeah. that would look great on so and so. But I, it seems like most people really need to see it on someone in order for their imagination to really be activated, I think.
0: Well, just as someone who has uh, now known your brand for a few months, and uh, once I saw those pictures, and you know, the group went bonkers when they saw the pictures, like they were so excited to see them, our inner circle group. Um, I, I have to say that they, they look great just as a flat garment. But they come alive when they're on someone. like they just thank you. They just kind of scream by me.
1: Uh, nice, nice.
0: Yeah. And so I think it, it was worth every little bit of the effort. and I agree with you. I you know I'm not a fan of uh, adopting another social media platform just for the sake of doing it. But when I think about all your process that you use, your hand dyeing, that you could, Use a video and all that video you have for voiceover. And I'm sure you've got some really fun behind the scenes moments from your photo shoot that I think you could probably do really well in TikTok. And I suspect that you have an audience there. Like it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I just, I've, you know how it is with time and trying yeah. to, to get everything done. TikTok keeps getting put on the back burner. Yeah. Um, but I know that it's going to be extremely important to my brand. I just had a few things, a few pieces to get in place first before I dive into that.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, you'll do it. You'll pay attention to what works and do more of that. And uh, I'm excited.
1: Watch the numbers. It's all about the numbers.
0: It is. Hello. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, you went about this in a really, um, you know, just feeling your way, you know, but you were pretty methodical, and I would think that just about anyone who has a business and needs some lifestyle shots would be able to do very much like what you did. For sure, where's your community of people? How yeah. can you get some people to to help you? How can you do it in a uh, affordable way? And I think that one of the key points I want everyone to onboard is that. You just let them be them. You didn't like that. I think that's part of the reason you got such a good result. You had enough experience to know just to have them do things that felt natural and took their mind off the fact that you were sitting on the floor taking their picture.
1: (laughs) Totally, totally. Yeah, i I worked really hard to find people that I felt just being themselves would really communicate what I needed. And then I just worked with that. and and it worked out beautifully. In fact, one of, I forgot to mention one of the models that I worked with, the more hippie looking guy, he was actually one of my customers. I met him at a market where I was vending at, and I just loved his look so much that I contacted him afterwards and said, would you be interested in modeling? And he was kind of shocked. He'd never considered doing anything like that, but he was actually the best one in the group. Was He, he? Yes, he was. He was just so relaxed and just, he was absolutely perfect.
0: So he was born to do this.
1: Yes. I told yeah. him that and he was shocked. I and mean, he was shocked at how the images came out, but they came out really lovely. Good.
0: Yeah. I said to you uh, before we started recording that I know that you, this clothing is, your line is non-binary and you want people to understand that everything you make can be worn by anyone. Yes. And it's not gender specific. But I, I, I also wanted to share with you that I just take a look at it And think, oh, this is really cool. And it would look good on a lot of people. Like if I weren't only wearing black all the time. (laughs) One of those shirts with a pair of leggings. Like I could just see there's so many ways. And it's just so cool because it's upcycled. It's hand dyed. You know, someone actually touched it and had a plan for it. And it's all just such good stuff. Thank you. I want to thank you for sharing that. It was so valuable.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm glad I could shine a light on it. So, what's next? What's next for Cobalt?
1: What's next is I'm I'm working to really I've been straddling a couple of markets with my marketing more affluent market and the less affluent market, and I've realized that it's not that isn't really serving me or the brand. Yeah, and so I'm making some shifts to to move more into the more affluent market. I'm going to be raising my prices Um, I'm focusing on some more of the remade clothing as well as the hand-dyed clothing, Um, taking old garments, vintage garments, and some antique garments and textiles and laces and things, and creating brand new creations out of them. I'm very, very excited about that. And I'm going to dye some of those, which is going to be really cool. It is. Yeah, I'm just moving... Yeah, just trying to move into more affluent market and, and really reach the people who just automatically love what I'm doing.
0: And they take a look at the price and say, I want two. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Two. Yeah, because really, it's worth it. Your stuff is totally worth it. No Thank doubt in my mind. I mean, if everybody could see us, hey, I'm going to take a screenshot of us. Do you mind? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take a screenshot of us. Because even like you've even got a very cool shirt in behind you hanging on the back of your door.
1: Yeah, I made that. <laughs> <one>. I go. <laughs> and okay. I made the land <laughs>
0: So I think the audience is going to agree with me that uh, you, you certainly could put your prices up and go after a more affluent market. But what I know is that from everything I've seen from you, you're pretty strategic and you're methodical and you ask for help when you need it. And then you go and implement. You just don't come screaming into the room and say, you actually know what you want, the answer, you know, the question you need to answer. And then you've been really good at implementing. And even us talking about your pop-up before we went live, like you're being, uh, you're thinking very strategically about that too. So I don't want you to um, worry that you're not going to get where you want to go because I feel like everything, you've got everything you need to have a
1: really great business. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know it's going to be highly successful. It's all just a matter of taking the steps one step at a time and then looking at the numbers, looking at what you're accomplishing, uh, readjusting as you need to, not freaking out when you realize that you've made kind of a big mistake or wasted some money. money Just go, okay, all right, well, That's not what I want to do anymore. It's going to be better for my brand if I move this direction instead and then just do it.
0: So good. You are totally calming. I should (laughs) have hang out with me a little bit. So listen, gang, I want you all to stop what you're doing. Go on over and see the photos. Go check out Blue's website. It's cobalt.love. It is beautiful. The product is beautiful. Go over and say hi
1: yes yes come say hi i'd love to hear from you
0: oh good well listen thank you my friend i really appreciate it
1: thank you so much susan i love you so much and everything that you're doing
0: oh thank you i love you too you're just such a nice kind soul and kind of talented gotta say
1: (laughs) thank you have a beautiful day
0: thank you you too Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices. Because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner